For those of you that do not know, I'm Jason. This is Savage Mind Podcast. The brand is Savage Mind Designs. The lifestyle is savage. The mission is savagery. Uh, By my own definition and mission statements. If you do not know what that is, please feel free to reach out to me or go to any of my social media pages. Again, one thing that has held me back, uh, uh, among many things, (laughs) is that... uh, I still do a lot of stuff the old school way, not intentionally, not that I, I'm all about growth and learning and that's my daily life. I feel like I, there's not enough time in this life to grow and to evolve and to just learn new things that the way I see it and what I tell people quite often, things that I see beneficial to my mission and my purpose and my life. If I don't, oftentimes I will not. And that's really held me back in the tech, the technical department. Uh, y'all need to hear my excuses anymore of why I don't have my video podcast up. I just tell you that it's not, I guess it can be used as an excuse as well. It's not procrastination. Uh, I have a lot on my plate and most of it's by choice. A lot of it's not. So I see a lot of my constituents, uh, people I network with, people's podcasts that often came out after mine or uh, have dedicated more time to it. Listen, I I mean this wholeheartedly. I've said this in so many podcasts. The only goal is for me to do this, help the people that want to be helped through what this mission statement is. And what this purpose is and what this meaning is. And for those that understand the perspective I come from, my podcast, my writing, eventually turned into books. I want to speak and help anyone that I can. Juveniles that are in trouble, addicts, people that are in prison, people been to prison. One or all of these things, people in toxic relationships. But I'm not going to water down or sugarcoat my message, not with language, not to make it more digestible, not to make it more comfortable for anybody, because then it loses its value. I refuse to do it. I'm not doing it. I can go speak at some places or do some things, maybe have some opportunities that I can kind of watch my language, but I can't promise you that it won't come out. And again, language in today's society And in these environments that we're talking about, that should be the least of y'all's fucking worry. Really. That should be the least of your concern. Language has nothing to do with what kind of people we are. And I'm not going to defend it, and I'm not going to validate it. I'm telling you, if you want me to speak to some people, I'll do the best I can. But I will not dial myself down. I will not watch my tone. I will not be a little less if you think I'm too much. I will not do any of those things just to make it more comfortable because then it loses its value, it loses its power, and then it doesn't have the same meaning. But I'm pretty tired. I like being exhausted from things I love to do. Kicking ass, fucking taking action, getting shit done, fucking living in real time. And that's, I feel like that's what I do. 
And I still feel like I fall short every day. When it comes to not having my video podcast up, my ultra training, my endurance training, whatever it is, my merchandise, definitely my book writing notes. Hey, I feel like that I'm always behind, no matter how much progress I make. I'm not, the way, it's like this. I, if you can't do what you want to do, in the past when I was younger, I think a lot of people still do this, and this would have been me if I didn't have the tools and self-education that I have now. If you don't have everything in place to make a big change or go after something, or fucking jump or take the fucking opportunity, take the risk, we just don't do anything at all sometimes. The way I see it is I'm not doing what I want to do. I don't have the platform I want to. But what happens if I didn't do this? Then I wouldn't even have this done. I wouldn't be able to reach the people that want to be reached. I wouldn't be able to even have the platform that I have. <clears throat> it's not in my budget to have a studio right now. I'm not mad at that. But it's always the plan. That pl- my, the, these plans and goals are not, change, are not changing. They will, I make adjustments as I go. To do what I need to do at the time, whether it's comfortable or not. And uh, again, my equipment looks magnificent. I probably could have already did some on my own. That way y'all could see my mug, whether you want to see it or not. <laughs> but I'm not satisfied with it, so I don't want to. I don't want to bring it up until it's a little bit more functional. And a lot of people that I'm doing the podcast with, I will be doing video chat or Zoom or Skype or whatever it is. And um, I may have to do audio and video. Me not having video and not being able to be on YouTube is making me miss a lot of audience. And this has nothing to do with money. I can't. There's certain people I can't even reach and I can't get subscriptions because I keep telling y'all, I don't think you understand how important subscriptions are. If you listen... I appreciate it. I value. I'm humbly grateful. But when you're on YouTube, you just hit the subscribe button. Pretty easy, huh? But with this platform, y'all have to actually go in to Spotify, to Apple Play, to Google Play, and hit the anchor link, and you have to subscribe, which means put your debit card in. And it probably takes five or ten minutes. And the thing is, just telling the truth, what we want to do is. We don't want to fuck with stuff that we don't really want to fuck with. Not when it's right there and we can just listen to it for free or turn it off. But at the same time, you know, I look at just the stuff occasionally I order on Amazon or when I got to renew my Audible because my audio books, things like that. And I think that 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 takes me longer than this. Why, why, Why wouldn't you do it if you believe in what I'm doing? But again, I'm not twisting no one's arm. I'm just stating facts. So, um, shit. I probably started talking about that in the first season, but we're still hammering and we're still going. And I feel like I'm probably about two podcasts behind this month. Uh, so I plan on uh, doing a, bon- a one to two bonus episodes within this month. I'm not sure when they'll be. So this podcast, it won't be all uh, my training methods and why I do or don't do certain things. But anyone that follows me or knows all the things that I do with my training and my endurance training and running. Uh, Maybe some of you don't understand it. 
why I would do what I do. And if you don't, then this kind of training is not for you. And I've I've said it over and over in podcasts. It's the mentality. It's the mental discipline. The physical the physical attributes and the physical gain and the physical discipline is just it's just an added bonus. Uh, but I definitely have to have it for uh, the the mental discipline and the the strength that I gain from that. Uh, so last month I finished my March six. I finished my second year of a. Uh, Four by four by forty-eight hour David Goggins challenge. It is voluntarily, voluntary, excuse me. And last year it really was, and it triggered off a domino effect of things that I didn't know that were crucial that I needed to do. This year it was part of my criteria for what I'm training for and trying to qualify for. Does that happen this year? I don't know. The plan is always yes. The plan is always getting through it. The plan is always mission complete. No matter how nasty it is, no matter how ugly it is, no matter how painful it is, no matter if it's what place it is, how long it takes, the mission is always mission complete. That's the only fucking plan. Let me make that clear. If you start telling yourself that you're not going to do something ahead of time or you don't think you can do it, you've already defeated yourself. So, I've took about, I think this is day five, I took off from running. Uh, did go to the gym twice this week. Did, just did some conditioning, basic stuff. I don't land in the gym very much. Uh, if it's <clears throat> If it's bad weather, and I know I need to run because I fucking hate the treadmill, I will use it as needed, very limited basis, and I don't go very long. I have no problem saying that. There have certain challenges coming up that are fucking going to be brutal. That's going to land me on the treadmill more than I want to be. Now, I've gotten rid of mine at home. I don't want to use it anymore. I used it last year on the Goggins Challenge for the nighttime runs and the early morning runs. And I use it again this year. I didn't touch it the whole time. So I got rid of it. What I decided is the treadmill at the gym, the treadmills they have, they have a uh, my the impact on my feet. I feel like if I'm gonna have to use one, I'd rather use one of them. So when I hit, when I have other challenges coming up, and I hit midnight runs, three o'clock in the morning, five o'clock, whatever it is, when I don't have daylight and where I live, I cannot run on the road. You'll get your ass mowed down. For people to understand that means you might get ran over. <laughs> people understand that kind of lingo. You get your ass fucking wiped out. No, for, no doubt. Even with my headlamp on, uh, I decided I'll just I'll just go to the gym and use that. And uh, so I cre- I completed the forty eight hour run a little over a month ago. I, I sustained an ankle injury. I, again, I haven't been to the doctor because I don't go that much. I need to go more for other health concerns, as in internally. Uh, and that that falls on me. And that's not trying to be macho. That's not trying to be a badass. I just don't. And I and I need to. I really need to do. That. I need to get better about that at my age. I'm very aware of that. Uh, sometimes when you live like I do, you really forget how old you're getting. I mean, you 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 still think. I mean, anything can happen to anybody at any age. There's people that's child or teenagers has got cancer, and that's fucking tragic and terrible. But we just. When you're when you're when you're in motion all the time and you live in live action, you really forget that the time is passing by and you're getting older. 
So I know there's some things I need to go get checked out. As far as injuries, I've never been that way. I probably never will. Because I don't want to hear, I don't need validation, the excuse not to do something. And that's usually what, when people go get a doctor's note, and there are valid, really legitimate concerns sometimes for not doing something. But sometimes, I often tell people this, and, and my close loved ones, and I know other people like this as well. There's people I know that's had surgery on stuff that's less than I have not have surgery for. If that may, you understand what I'm saying? Like, why well, I had surgery, my injury might have been as bad or more severe, and I decided not to. Or they're in pain, and they take painkillers, and it's something that I didn't even go to the doctor for. I'm just telling the truth. Just because you take painkillers or you're sidelined with an injury. We're not talking about some massive catastrophe injury. A fucking, fucking bone popping out of your leg. A fucking dislocation. A fucking total tear. A fucking... Uh, you know, broke bones, compound fractures, um, paralysis. We're not talking about any of that stuff. We're talking about if if I went to the doctor every time I was in pain, then I would never do anything. And they would have a reason for me not to do it. Then I'd probably be on medication. I'd be working out right. And I, I've said this over and over, and this is true. I sustained an ankle in- injury during that 48-hour run, my right ankle. It's still grinding the back of the heel, I guess, the Achilles. It's still grinding. I'm touching it right now, and I can feel it grinding. About a week later, I injured my other left ankle, rolled it, thought it was okay, came home, painted my house on the ladder on the outside, exterior with a spray gun, then got down to switch out and get the roller. Fucking wind was bad, knocked me off the ladder. That one's healed. And I happened to land on my feet because I still got pretty good balance. But this ride one still isn't healed. So I have a number of different things to do on my list. Obligations I made to myself for things I committed to. Whether I qualify or not right now, understand this. Remember the day I said this. I will fucking qualify. I don't know if it's this year. But I will. So I had a six-hour run. It was just on my own, virtual. If y'all know what that means, do it on my own. Dial in my time, my elevation, things like that last Saturday. Today is Wednesday. So, five days ago. And uh, I did better than I thought I would, especially with the elevation that I added. But I'm just now getting to where I can... For me, there's people out there doing a lot more massive shit than I'm doing. But the, most of the people I know are not. So I go over so many things in my head, man. Like, I know people that do, are ultra, super endurance athletes that do what I do in a week. They do in a couple of days. And they haven't been running half the time I have because I didn't have the mentality that I could do more. I didn't have the mentality that I need to go past that threshold. I didn't have the mentality that I ever thought I'm going to do a higher than a marathon. I'm going to do a 30 mile. I'm going to do a 50 mile, a 100 mile, a fucking 6 hour, 12 hour, 24. I never had that mentality until I got involved with certain people. And I realized how much it helped me mentally for my anxiety, for my depression, for my just my overall mental health. And now I cannot see myself not doing it. But I wore out a lot of my joints and wore myself out 
a long time. This is my 20th year running distance. And when I say running, I mean running distance. I ran track mostly my whole life. Not that it matters what I did in junior high or high school or at a couple of years after that when I did the adult league, but I was a sprinter then. But I've been running distance for 20 straight years this year. 2002, I started after uh, blowing out my left pectoral when I was a power lifter and uh, uh, I lifted for bulk and strength and heavy weights. And I've been endurance racing and obstacle racing for over 10 years, but I've I really concentrate on the distance now, so there's certain criteria I have to meet. And I want to dive a lot more deeper into it later when I, I want to have a whole podcast on how my training has shifted over the years and how that also has a lot to do with your physique and how you look, how you eat, and how you think. Uh, people that live in a world, and if you don't have to be an endurance athlete or run distance, you get this. A lot of times... People don't understand people that work out. They think people that don't know a lot about working out and training think that a lot of people should look a certain way. Like a distance runner and endurance athlete is not going to look like a bodybuilder. A football player doesn't look like a baseball player. Baseball players don't look like basketball players. Soccer players don't look like figure skaters. You know, um, swimmers don't look like fucking football players. Your physique starts adjusting to what you do. And you need to work, we have to work out to what is designed, to what our goals are, to what we're doing. So anybody that knew me from when I was younger know that I was about build, look, strength, jacking up the weight for my size. And just to make this clear, I've said this before, I haven't did that in years. Years. <clears throat> we're not talking about five or six. We're talking about almost two decades now. I've threw some heavy, I've threw some semi-heavy shit in there in between for what I could do, but very rare. So like I said, I went to the gym this today. I went to the gym a couple times this week. I already had my mind made up that I was going to take a week off. Uh, not a week off from doing anything. A week off, Not a, a full week off run, excuse me. I plan on starting back to a, a basic run somewhere between Friday and Sunday. And this weekend coming up is Easter weekend. Doesn't make a big difference to me if it's spending Sunday with my family because Friday I have to work, Saturday morning I have to work, so it's the same shit for me. So during this part of the season, I usually run Friday or Sunday. I don't run on Saturday because of how early I have to get up and get home. So every time I finish a challenge, I restart. Like say I did a six-hour challenge on a Saturday, and I I picked to go to the excuse me, the uh, state park, because they have a lot of elevation. Again, not elevation in one run up one trail. I, I, I combined a lot of different, there's like five, six, seven different trails, I believe. Plus you have the in-between parts that connect, then the outer loop. I combined, I did all of them twice, sometimes more than that. Then I connected all of it together. And because I do a lot of things old school, my phone died. And I wasn't able to keep up with it. So at six hours, I landed at 27.55 miles. I was somewhere between 2,600 plus feet in elevation to about 4,700 plus. What I, 4,600 plus, excuse me. I posted that. I don't ever want to give myself more credit. We have a society full of those people. I'd rather give myself less credit. Other people are supposed to do that for us. But again, I told a friend the other day. I said, because of how I carry myself, 
because of my confidence, because of my zero tolerance for a lot of shit, because of my no nonsense, because of how I'm profound, provocative, and because I'm usually unapologetic about every aspect of my life. That has people that don't understand being real humble. That has nothing to do with being weak. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a humble man, but I'm not a weak man. There is a difference. I'm not the friend I feel like that other people tell about. Like, hey, I got a friend that can do this. I have a family member that can do this. I feel like it's always somebody else and they'd rather leave me out. That's what I feel like. And I'm cool with that because I don't do it for that reason anyway. So I just wanted to touch base on what I did and what's coming forward. If this is a boring podcast to y'all, I apologize. And then I don't apologize because I like everything that entails this podcast now and going forward, especially when I have guests on. I will have a lot of people on that do that are I consider fucking savages, that are fucking animals. Whether it might be, look, I don't heavy weightlift anymore. I don't endorse it and I don't really care for it. But that don't mean I won't have anybody on to talk about those things because it still takes a lot of discipline, consistency, and fucking dedication to do so. From endurance athletes, Ironmans, musicians, it's still the consistency, the fucking work ethic. I may not want to do it. I may see it not functional, but it doesn't mean I don't appreciate it. You see what I'm saying? So I had, during my six-hour run... Uh, probably the last hour and a half, I was pretty much a power walk. And what I finally realized looking at my watch and my time, my power walk, my little jog I was able to do wasn't much, my time, my pace wasn't much less than the power walk. So I just decided to mainly power walk. So I did this same challenge in January. I did it on New Year's Day. But I did it at the local park. That's the main place I run. I've ran thousands of miles out there. Just because it's close, because I have access to it, and because I don't have to spend so much time driving. I get bored with it, but I do appreciate it because I've spent a lot of time out there. I believe I did it in January 1st. I believe I didn't have any lingering injuries or issues. Uh, I didn't decide to do it on New Year's Day for a New Year's challenge. This was before the opportunities I'm talking about came up to qualify for what I'm trying to do. Uh, I believe I was at 27.3 miles, and it was very little elevation. I think uh, it came. I don't have my notes in front of me. It came out to like 80 to 100 feet of elevation every seven miles, something like that. Figure that's probably three or four hundred feet the whole fucking run, and. I was really struggling. This time I added over what I say. Again, I'm going to give myself less credit. So let's say it's between 2600, around 2600 to 3000 when I lost my my phone access. It was able to track my miles and time was able to track the elevation anymore. That's my fault for not being up to date with technology. 100%. So I didn't also, I fell asleep the night before, didn't charge my phone properly. I went out there with like, 55, 60%. And when I got down to about 8 to 10%, somewhere in there, 
and I had it over an hour left, hour and a half, I knew that I was already behind the curve and I was going to be able to track my time. So what I did was I got on the fucking website and looked at the elevation on each trail and calculated and added up. And I came up with a close estimate. I don't cheat on shit. That's not how it goes. So uh, you can take that for what it's worth. Some of us don't post all of our apps because that's not what we do. If you're worried about my pace and you're worried about it, you keep up with that shit. I don't keep up with that. I'm keeping up with it now because it is part of my criteria for what I'm doing. So I thought I was good on some of the things I needed to do because I already did a six hour this year, which was January 1st. But consider, come to find out, when I found out about what I'm trying to meet the criteria and the and the qualifications for, I didn't do it within those parameters. So I had I thought I was gonna go ahead and do my 12 hour run. Which, again, I've never done a 12-hour run. I've been in a race that lasted that long that wasn't all running. So just to let you know, I bypassed the obstacles. I'm not, for right now, I'm not doing any Spartan racing, any Tough mutters, any obstacle racing at all. I'm focused on the miles. The, for example, the reason I went and did to the gym today, I knew I wasn't running. I didn't get on the treadmill. I didn't get on the bike. I'm not worried. My goal is always cardio. But I knew, you know what? It's kind of like I said, when it's bad weather and I know I need to be outside running and I have to go to the gym, I feel like even if I have a badass workout and I feel pumped and I feel strong, I feel like I didn't fucking run. So it didn't, it's not the same because I intend intentionally took some days off to recover because I was so, I did finished up the race on Saturday, early, uh, late afternoon, early evening, uh, the challenge. Fucking Monday and Tuesday, I barely could fucking move. My legs are so fucking sore, even with all the training I do. So, and then I still got the fucking ankle injury. I mean, it's still fucking lit. How, when I set out power walked and a light job, uh, barely a hobble job, uh, excuse me, a hobble jog the last hour and a half, it was because of my ankle too. I felt like, runners know this, you're going through shit in your head. What's lingering you? What's bothering you? If this wasn't this, maybe you could do that. And I I was telling myself, my upper body, my mentality was good. I felt like I could have did more and I could have went further if that ankle wasn't bothering. My feet were fucking killing me and I got blisters on my pinky toes. And uh, my right pinky toe and and, uh, not on my left. It's crazy. Big, huge blister and another one on uh, two small ones on the other toes. I can get past that. But the ankle was just fucking throbbing. My legs were burning. So my goal, my personal, no one knows this except in this house. I don't post that. My goal was 30 miles. Six hours and 30 miles. My last challenge, January 1st, six-hour challenge was 27.3 with very little elevation. So I thought my goal right now is 30. Here's my assessment if i wouldn't have did the elevation i think i would have did 30 and i could use my ankle injury as an excuse but i actually ran better with the elevation i did what just a little over quarter mile longer than i did three and a half months ago and i added a few thousand feet of elevation and rugged pretty much rugged terrain if you're just hiking it and walking it it's not that bad it's pretty rugged terrain for around here So, but nevertheless, I didn't do 30. 
The criteria I, had, I needed to meet was 25 miles. That's what I did. I knew I, I had to do that. I got 27.55. I'm satisfied. Excuse me. I'm okay with that, considering that a lot of people, as bad as my ankles felt, would not have even done it. Or may have talked herself out of it. The general public would have. The fact that I got through that, added to all the elevation and the rugged terrain, tells me I'm not there yet, but I'm on my way. You hear what I said? I'm not there yet. I don't know how. The, I got a nine. I just wanted to say this before I go. I wanted to talk about this and what I have going forward. So just to let y'all know, I've said this in, I may have said this in the past podcast. When I'm planning out the next two or three years, one of them, probably the most brutal one there is, I just tried to condense down because the opportunity presented itself within the, when I found out, I had about four and a half months to train. This was something I was going to do two years from now. So I'm trying to condense two years of training down to four months. I'm not going to say it's impossible. It wouldn't be impossible if I was already living in my travel trailer, which going forward in the future, it may be basic, it may be plain, but it will be clean, it will be functional. We'll be living half the time in our travel trailer. We'll be doing working remote. But I'm not in that position yet. Again, I work a full-time job. I have to get up in the house and leave every morning. I work on my house relentlessly for the skills and resources I have. My house is basic. It is humble. I am still blessed and I am grateful for it. I have no problem saying that. I hire a couple of my buddies here and there and get my wife's help when I need to. Other than that, I do everything myself. And we only do it for cash. Look, some people don't talk about this on a podcast. I'm just keeping it real. That's the whole thing about everything I'm about is keeping it fucking real. Sometimes I get, like today, I worked so hard on the house and the things I needed to do because we've been, we have such sporadic weather. You know, I just talked, I talk about this in a lot of podcasts. We had 80 some degrees the other day and then we've had terrible winds the last week. And today it went from raining this morning to sunny, to a hailstorm, to sunny and beautiful, not a cloud in the sky, all within about eight hours today. I mean, in about five hours. So when I have time off, it's focused on my training, my family, this house, podcast, writing. There's always an iron in the fire that's probably getting cold. Right now, it's my writing. That's cold. Right now, it's my merchandise. Right now, it's my video podcast. The podcast itself is not cold. My training is not cold. My house is not cold. And then what I have to do is sit back and reevaluate it and recalculate it to figure out how I need to get everything back to square. Some people get this. Some people don't. You know, I have, like I said, a full-time job. I have a spouse. I have children in this house that are teenagers. They're about to get their license. They're in activities. They work jobs. I have my grandkids sometimes. We had our grandkids twice this week. We have them when we want them, and sometimes we volunteer to keep them. We They don't live with us. They don't get dumped on us. None of our kids do that. That's not the case. But we help out. Me coming from a family where I didn't have any family, really. I didn't really have grandparents. I didn't have any of these people. It's important for me to do that. So...
you know, I have my day-to-day responsibilities, just maybe cooking, going to the grocery store, mowing the yard. So people that can dedicate themselves full-time to this, that do not have children, that do not have an, uh, a, or they work, maybe you do work a full-time job, but you work remote. It's not excuses or anything like that. Or it's, it's, it's a fact that I have a couple of buddies I network with, women and men. I see that the dedication they have to their training and their podcast sometimes one sometimes both and what they do and i love it man i'm not hating on them but they don't have the same responsibilities i do like today i had a workout i had to go buy storage to move more stuff out of my podcast makeshift studio i had to go grocery shopping i had to do an uh a uh, uh, Phone call appointment I have with somebody. I like to keep my word. I had to network with about six people. Then I have to post. Uh, I had to work. I worked about five hours on my house. I had to get food ready. My my mama Sita helped me finish cooking. She finished it up. Pretty much started and finished it. Shower. I have to ice my ankle again. And then I have to do the podcast. I have to write some more stuff. Take some notes. I got to communicate with a few more people. And then I got to get up and get ready to go back to work in the morning. If this was all I had to do, it would be different. And that is the only plan. And that's real important for subscriptions. So to let y'all know going forward, this is my second six-hour run this year. There's anything over a marathon is considered an ultra. Not a mega ultra, not a super ultra, whatever the classification is. But technically, anything over a marathon is an ultra. So I did three this year. Barely over it, but I did. I did four, I believe, the whole year last year, counting the Goggins Challenge, counting the Spartan Ultra. So I'm in April, and I've already done three this year. So I'm on the right track. I don't know what particular order they're going to come in. I know it's going to come in order of difficulty. Uh, the next up is a nine-hour challenge. After that, it'd be 12. After that, it'd be 18. Okay, somewhere in there, I also have a 50-mile trail race. I believe also I have a 100-mile trail race. One of them I'm signed up for, another one I'm not signed up for. I need to get that done. Just funds and resources, I will. So a 9-hour, a 9-hour, a 50-plus-mile trail race, a 12-hour. I don't know if the 12-hour is coming first or the 100K is coming first. 24 hour, all this stuff I've, 18 hour and 24 hour I've never done. And then I have to see where I'm at and we're going to go from there. So just to let y'all know, we're sitting at, uh, Easter weekend coming up this weekend. And I got, I got less than 90 days to do this. And even if I do it or don't do it or meet those deadlines, I still got a list of other shit to do and sign up for for the next year or two so it's a long journey ahead folks and i really appreciate the support with the podcast and and the training because i do a lot of this with no resources i got a couple of people that help me sponsor and i'm very grateful for them but and you know you're talking about maybe not getting paid at work you're talking about no endorsements you're talking about i gotta pay for my own travel i have to pay for all my own stuff and this is how passionate and and uh how much I'm driven for my purpose. So motherfuckers like me ain't never going to ask for a handout. But I put in the work 
That way the data provides the facts for everyone. The facts are provided right there for you in live action. So uh, any support or help would be appreciated. I'm showing y'all what I do. And with or without you, I'll do it anyway. But uh, I have to put it out there because I need people. Like I told someone the other day, people need to know that there's people like me out there doing shit like this. Besides celebrities or professional athletes. I'm an athlete, but I'm not a professional athlete. To getting through the, these fucking tragic times that we have been through in life. And for people like me, we have tragedy that's never going to go away. We we hammer all the time. We keep focused. We don't give up. And I think it's important for whatever we consider average people, the day-to-day common man or woman, to be able to relate to someone. And you can't always relate to professional athletes or celebrities because everyone jumps on that train in their stories. You need to know there's someone out there, and that someone is me. Okay? Feel free to reach out to me anytime. You need to know. And if you don't know my whole story, please feel free to reach out to me. And I'd love to give you a breakdown of it. And I'd love to hear your story. You need to know there's people overcoming tragic obstacles, fucking roadblocks, constant shit happening. And it has happened throughout our life. And we are still here. And we are still kicking ass and still making progress. And we will continue to to our last breath. So you don't give up. And you don't throw in the towel and you don't self-medicate and you don't fucking fall into depression and you don't fucking let your mental and physical health go. And then you're not only not good for yourself, but you're not good for the other people around you. So six hour run complete. Next thing on the agenda. I don't know if the nine hours coming next or the 50 mile trail race, but I'll update and, uh, Give y'all an update soon and keep you posted for anyone that's interested and anyone that has any suggestions of things they would like to. Some of these races I'm going to be doing in the next one to three years will be out of state and I'll be doing it with no money hardly. I'll be doing it with no funding. So uh, I'm just putting that out there, man. A lot of people have a lot of help and they have a lot of support. That's why they're able to focus on that. I'm doing it either way. But uh Anybody that needs proof, I think that I provide all the proof you need or anyone that would like to help out, please reach out to me. Or if you'd like to reach out to me about anything, whatever it is. If you want to come on as a guest and I say it's going to be a month and it takes six months, I still would love to have you on. I would love to hear your story. I like to hear people's story before they come on. I don't want to hear no privileges, no advantages, no spoiled, no entitled. Nobody like that's coming on my fucking podcast. Well, I say that, but maybe it is so I can fucking dismantle them. And take them apart and destroy whatever it is they're going to say. And fucking, this is not what this podcast and this mission and this brand is about. But, uh, hey, Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Spreaker, Overcast, Anchor, YouTube soon. Y'all please go subscribe. And if you have a problem subscribing, reach out to me about that. Again. This money doesn't just go to me. This money goes to support this podcast so I can reach more people and I can grow. promise you this. I spend more money than I make. And that will not, if that doesn't change, then this, it doesn't, because that right there is not going to change this mission. So in the meantime, may y'all stay humble and live savage. I love y'all.